Greetings to you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So glad on this Easter Sunday morning, the Resurrection Sunday morning, we could uh, connect with each other through this medium. And let's close our eyes and look to God in prayer. Father, we thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for this Easter Sunday morning, the Resurrection Sunday. Hide me behind the cross. You minister, you speak to us and challenge us, build us, change us, and let your name be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The most audacious claim in the whole world is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. This is the centering point of belief for all Christians. In the Red Square in Moscow, there is the tomb of former Soviet Union President Lenin. And there these words are written. Here lies, here lies our comrade who was the savior of the world. Who was the savior of the world. Contrast this with our savior who proclaims and the Bible proclaims. Jesus said in Revelation 1 and verse 18. I was dead and now I am alive forevermore. Luke chapter 24. Twice the people said, the angels said, Why seek the living among the dead? He is not here but is risen. We should be excited about our leader, our savior, Jesus, who rose triumphantly over death. He rose again and Resurrection has got meaning for you and me. Acts 2 and 24. Peter said he could not be held by death. He is the prince of life. Acts 10, 41. The disciples said he ate and he drank with us. After he rose from the dead. Like a normal human being will eat with others. He ate with them, drank with them. After he rose from the dead. Not just the very thought but the very fact and the belief of resurrection has made several thousands of people to lay their life proclaiming the resurrection of Jesus Christ there's a lot of question about Easter I want to give you a small, short history Bede a British monk who lived in the 7th, late 7th and early 8th century he wrote that the month in which English Christians were celebrating the resurrection of Jesus had been called Yestor Nomath. Yestor Nomath in English, referring to the goddess named Estor. And even though Christians had begun affirming the Christian meaning of the celebration, they continued to use the name of the goddess to designate the season. It denotes new life and nothing to do with pagan celebrations. In fact, the pagan celebration ceased by the time the real Easter associated with Jesus' resurrection began to start. Yes, the order of service we all have now is also copied from ancient pagan culture. There's nothing biblical about our order of service in the churches. But we should remember God redeems the things of the world to use it for his purposes. 
After all, he created everything in this world, language, days, months and everything. It is to do with the month and nothing to do with the goddess Esther. In the Bible, 10 people were raised from the dead. The widow of Zarephath's son, Shunammite woman's son, Israelite man, when Elisha's bones touched him, widow of Nain's son, Jairus' daughter, Lazarus, saints in Jerusalem after Jesus died on the cross, Jesus Christ himself, Tabitha, Dorcas in the book of Acts, and Eticus in the book of Acts. There is no record to say that every one of them who died and rose again lived forever except Jesus Christ. God to raise someone from death is not impossible for God because he is a God who gives life to all. The birth of Jesus was a miracle. The life of Jesus growing up was a miracle. The ministry of Jesus was a miracle. The death of Jesus was a miracle. He gave his life up on his own. The resurrection also is a miracle. And my dear brother, my dear sister, he is a God of the supernatural. He is a God who could create not, from nothing everything in this world. He can give life. And I wanted to study this morning the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ under three stages the past the present and the future the past his resurrection handles the worst human behavior sin he forgives our sinful past guilt is the worst disease that has no medical cure i carried this guilt until i was 19 years old it was tormenting me that guilt can be removed only through the resurrected power of Jesus. Guilt is the greatest destroyer of emotional energy and also guilt is a crippling emotion. At a very low esteem, self-esteem, I could not live a normal life because of my sinfulness. If you have never enjoyed this freedom from sin and forgiveness for your life, this resurrection day, you can enjoy that. I accepted Christ and everything changed in my life. I received not only the forgiveness of sins, I also, because of guilt, I had a serious skin problem all over my body. Each time I stood before the mirror after my bath, I used to apply ointment. It will vanish and it will come back again. But after I accepted Christ, Jesus as my Savior, one day after bath, I was standing before the mirror and I noticed there was not even a single trace of that skin sickness. Everything was removed. I remember at that time, guilt was causing me to have it. Yes, guilt, guilt, guilt. Jesus came to help us to overcome this guilt. He came to forgive our sins and give us a new life. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 3 to 5, Christ Jesus died for our sins according to the scriptures and he rose up again from the dead according to the scriptures. Romans 10 and verse 9, 
thou if thou shall confess with thy mouth the lord jesus christ and shall believe in the heart that god hath raised him from the dead you shall be saved the resurrection belief in the resurrection saves our souls forgives our sins romans 4 and verse 25 paul said christ was raised for our justification yes he came to give us a new life we were unjust but he wants to make us just by his death and resurrection first corinthians 15:17 and if christ has not been raised your faith is futile and you are still in your sins yes the resurrection helps us to come to a new life we cannot mend the past but god alone can heal the past life's guilt and help us to start anew there was a man who worked in the ship his mother was a very godly person who prayed for him who gave him a bible and told him to read it but he never did it he lived such a wicked life he was a slave trader he used to buy slaves from one country and began to sell in another country and not only that he misbehaved with all the women with whom he was dealing with in the ship his life was one of the lowest a time came when he says that he even loathed his own lifestyle one day there was a huge storm that hit that ship he was surrounded with strong winds and storm he was fearful he did his best to control the ship he couldn't do it in fear and anxiety as he was thinking what to do suddenly his mother's words came to him call upon him call upon him when you are in trouble he goes into the room he takes the bible reads it and his eyes fall on luke chapter 11 and verse 13 that god is willing to give the holy spirit he said lord you can give the holy spirit now you save our lives suddenly the wind ceased he realized it was an answer to his prayer he was touched that god heard his prayer he surrendered his life and he was none other than john newton went on to write that beautiful song amazing grace how sweet the sound my dear brother my dear sister your life can be changed if your life is filled with sin if you do not know jesus as your personal savior if you have a christian name but do not know jesus you can make a surrender of your life to jesus and say jesus come into my life you may be a young boy a young girl you may be a little child as you listen to this message you can say jesus i want you to come into my heart forgive my sins change me yes the resurrected power of jesus will forgive you remove your guilt and give you a new start the second one is the present in the present god wants to give us a victorious life because of resurrection jesus rose again to give our present a new meaning and a new purpose and a new direction belief in the resurrection then is more than belief in life after death more even than belief in the victory of christ it is to forgive us restore us and to give us the capacity to live a godly life remember that the resurrection gives us the power the capacity to live a godly life in this world resurrection 
power is there for us to live a victorious life over sin and all struggles in life. We must handle the besetting sin first with the resurrected power of Jesus and then that will give us confidence to handle other struggles that come our way. Years of living in sin takes a toll on our human strength to resist sinful temptations. We are clothed with righteousness of Christ as soon as we come to Jesus. But God wants us to concentrate, not just being clothed with righteousness alone, but to conduct ourselves, con conduct ourselves in righteousness. Clothing is different, different from conducting ourselves in righteousness. The attraction of sin and the inability of our will to resist temptation zaps our will to live for God. 1 John 5.4, the Bible says, Everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Faith in the resurrected Savior. That alone will help us to overcome the worldly things, the sinful things. Romans 6 and verse 14, For sin will have no, have no dominion over you, since you are not under the law, but under grace. You never did anything to save yourself, but trusted in the grace of God. For by grace you have been saved through faith. It is a gift of God and it is not of yourself, says the Bible. How did the grace come to us? Through Jesus who rose again from the dead. The Bible says in Ephesians 2 and verse 7, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Jesus Christ. The exceeding riches of his grace for ages to come. Just think of that truth. For ages to come, we will be tasting the exceeding manifold riches of God, the grace of God. Yes, it is there for you and me. After he raised Jesus from the dead, after he raised us from the dead, he made us to sit in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. And from there, he gives us the grace to live a victorious life. Acts 4 and verse 33. The Bible says, With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the res resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all. When did grace work for them? When they continued to testify to the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. The trust, the faith, the leaning of on God thrills the heart of God. You can have a powerful, victorious life. If you're battling sinful shortcomings in your life, just fall on Him and say, Lord, only this much I can do, but it is far too short than what you want. Help me to have your strength. Help me to have your resurrected power working in me. I tell you, he will work. I've experienced it. Luke chapter 11 verse 13. Luke says, If you, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall a heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Jesus said, If I go away, I will send the promise of the Father, the Holy Spirit to you. How can we receive the Holy Spirit? It's possible because of the resurrection of Jesus. 
because Jesus rose from the dead, we have the assurance of God's Holy Spirit to come and be with us, fill us, strengthen us, empower us, and help us to live for God. The Bible says in Romans 8 and verse 37, 36 and 37, as it is written, For thy sake we are killed all the day long, we are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. We are more than conquerors. Jesus conquered death. He conquered death. He conquered death for you and me. And we are more than conquerors. I remember a funny story. There was a boxer who was boxing and practicing very hard, training very hard for a championship, World Heavyweight Boxing Championship. Just a story to illustrate an important point. He goes into the ring, the final battle. He fights all out. He wins the title as the world boxing champion. He receives a huge award, cash award. He takes it. He brings it home. Tired, battered, wounded, but yet victorious. He comes to home. His wife receives him with a hug and a kiss and tells him, Thank you, darling, for winning this huge prize. I am so proud of you. Congratulates him. Makes him to sit. Tells him, You eat all this and relax. And she takes the money and she goes out shopping with that money. Tell me, who is the conqueror and who is more than a conqueror? The boxer is the conqueror. His wife is more than a conqueror. Yes, my dear brother, my dear sister, even today, you and I are more than conquerors through him that loved us. He won the victory. He gave it for you and me to enjoy. We can enjoy because of his resurrection. Not only a victorious life, but also a versatile and a valuable life the resurrection brings to our lives. Our lives can be a blessing in this world for the glory of God and also useful to mankind. A tree should either give fruit or should give a shade or else it has no value. You and I are made in his image, the Bible says. He has redeemed us and he wants to continue to help us to grow in that image. The resurrection power of Jesus can heal all the wasted years and spring new strength and hope in all of us. Joel chapter 2 and verse 25 to 32. Joel prophesied saying, I will give you, but the Lord will give you back the years the locust hath eaten. And then verse 28, God says through the prophet Joel, I will pour out my spirit. Yes, he will give you back the years the locust hath eaten. Some of you are saying, I have wasted my life. I have wasted my years. Can something good come out of me? I want to tell you the prophecy from the word coming to you. Not me, from the word. I will give you back. God will give you back the years, the locusts that eaten. And he will give you the spirit of God. John chapter 4 and verse 34. Jesus was talking to the Samaritan woman. The disciples came to him. And Jesus said, My food is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Do not say, there are still four months and then comes the harvest. 
Lift up your eyes and look on the fields. Behold, they are ready for harvest. Yes, the field is already ready. Before you and me, there are saints of God and believers and so many others who toiled in prayer, toiled in fasting, sown the word. Today, you and I can reap that harvest or you and I can sow the word and somebody else will reap the harvest. Yes, you and I are called to do good works. In Ephesians 2, a passage that I always love and quote almost every day in my prayer. There, the Bible says, God raised us up from the graveyard, made us to sit together in heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, to show for ages to come the exceeding riches of his grace. And also through the grace, he wants you and me to walk in the way that he has prepared for us to do the good works which God has already prepared for you and me. That is the grace of God. You and I need not have to struggle. Verse 10, Ephesians 2.10 says, For good works. Yes. Matthew 5.16 Jesus said, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. We can serve God. We can be a blessing in this world. Ask God why he saved you. Why he gave you this valuable salvation. What are the good works that he wants you to walk in which he has prepared for you in advance? It is your responsibility to ask God. Keep asking. Days are not far when he will reveal that will to you. There was a budding scientist. He was 21 years old. He entered into a Billy Graham crusade in 1957. He was restless in, restless in life. He never knew God. He had a lot of questions about God, the Bible. His aspiration was to become a great scientist and inventor. In that meeting, Billy Graham's preaching, the word touched his heart. He surrenders his life to God at the end when that beautiful song, Just As I Am, was sung. He goes forward, surrenders life to God. His life changes, began to change more and more. He began to spend time in God's precious word. He began to seek God's face, God's wisdom. He grew up, he went on to study well. And finally, God enabled him to invent the MRI scan. Yes, the MRI scan that has revolutionized the world of medical science. At the age of 33 in 1969, he was able to invent this beautiful instrument. Today, even now, it is helping mankind all over the world and is none other than Raymond Damadian. What God has kept for you. You may be young, you may be small. You may think, can I do it? Can I be a blessing? Yes, you can. The resurrected power of Jesus can transform and help you. Florence Nightingale was an Anglican who believed God spoke to her, calling her to her work. She transformed nursing into a respected, highly trained profession. Even today, through all this COVID-19 calamity happening all over the world, the nurses are on the forefront, attending to patients 24 by 7, all the time with the patients. But there was someone, a believer, someone who worked hard, to change that profession into a highly respected and trained profession. There was a little boy who was very poor, 
but he was interested in science he couldn't study much his father could not help him he goes and works in a book binding shop there books used to come for binding he would take up the science book and read he was very interested in science and one day there was a scientist called humphrey davy was giving a lecture the little boy goes there sits down listens takes down notes meticulously he comes back to his book binding shop he compiles all the notes together binds it into a small book and sends it to humphrey davy humphrey davy is highly impressed with this boy's initiative and interest he calls him and appoints him as his apprentice even though he was appointed as an apprentice there Humphrey Davis wife illustrated him mistreated him because he was coming from a very uneducated background or small background but he never gave up he went on to study and he is none other than Michael Faraday who discovered electric electromagnetic induction discovered the first experimental link between light and magnetism discovered benzene and carried out the first room temperature liquefaction of a gas Michael Faraday he was a godly believer in Christ Florence Nightingale a godly believer in Christ Raymond Damadian godly believer in Christ the resurrected power can help you to be a blessing in this world today the covid-19 is causing untold unimaginable destruction of human life all over the world economy is down people are struggling today you can tell lord in what way i can contribute to this world in what way i can be a blessing i'm sure the lord will help you god looked at moses and said moses what do you have in your hand moses said i just have a rod and god said that is enough i will use it god used that rod to convince his people that moses was a prophet sent by god and later on the same rod was used to split the red sea my dear brother my dear sister what do you have with you why don't you give it to god and say lord let your resurrected power pass through this and let me be useful in your kingdom you will be a great blessing i want to tell the elders and the family the parents keep your hand on your children every day in the night when they go to bed pray for them that your children young and old they will become a blessing in this world when they grow up they will contribute to mankind's welfare they will be instruments in god's hand to wipe the tears and pain of suffering humanity god will raise up your children resurrection and future resurrection and our past life sin god forgives resurrection and the present life he gives us victory and also he makes our life versatile and valuable in this world and finally there is a future resurrection took place because there was a good friday all those who are suffering now and feel dejected remember there is an easter the old and new testament talks about the future judgment it's something very fearful but for a believer it is going to be a time of coronation and a time to receive the reward from god and an award from god it's an award ceremony the whole world from adam and eve until now will see what's going to happen then 
the rewards are based not on skill or talent but it's going to be on faithfulness matthew 25:21 to 23 we read how the bible tells us jesus talking to the disciples said on the last day the lord will say well done a good and faithful servant you have been faithful over a few things i will make thee ruler over many things enter thou into the joy of the lord yes god is searching for faithful people ask god let your resurrected power keep me faithful now so that in the future lord i will receive that great certificate well done a good and faithful servant five talents two talents and one talents were given and they were not compared and they were judged but they were judged according to the capacity that was given to them there was no comparison there was only judgment based on the capacity that was given to them first corinthians 4:5 the bible says paul writing therefore judge nothing before the appointed time wait until the lord comes he will bring to light what is hidden in darkness and will expose the motives of the heart at that time each one will receive their praise from god judgment will be based on motives of a heart on faithfulness on the motives of a heart second corinthians 5:10 he writes for we all must appear before the judgment seat of christ so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body whether good or bad judgment will be based on what we have done with our body good or bad the judgment will be according to the works we have done for god matthew 25 31 onwards jesus was saying that on the last day god will say i was hungry and you gave me food i was thirsty you gave me drink i was naked and you clothed me you visited me when i was in prison you visited me when i was sick the disciples will be surprised and ask when lord did we do this to you and but the king will answer in verse 39 and say verily i say unto you in as much as you have done it to the least of these my brethren you have done it unto me today the world is suffering what is your take what is your decision what have you done to be a blessing during this time to the world that is in need jesus identified himself with all the people who suffer he never said believers to all the people who suffer that's the beauty of god the world may not accept it but jesus loves the world he gave his life today my dear brother my dear sister when you go forward to help somebody suffering during this time you're doing it to the lord and you will be a blessing the resurrected power of jesus can help you daniel 12 and verse 3 the bible say they that turn many to righteousness they will shine like stars in the firmament forever and ever yes when you can surrender your life to god and say lord make my life a blessing help it to win souls to impact the world with the gospel of jesus christ i tell you you will shine one day like stars in the firmament forever and ever all the superstars today will vanish but the little stars that we are shining in little little places for the glory of god winning souls for him sharing the love we will shine we will shine like stars in the firmament 
ask God, help me. For many years, I had a passion to share the gospel with people. I never won one soul. But when I began to see souls turning to the Lord, it became one of the most thrilling experiences in my small ministry. My dear brother, my dear sister, God wants you to bear much fruit. How? Can you do it? Yes. How? Because of the resurrected power of Jesus. Stay focused on Jesus. That he rose up again. He seated on the right hand of God. Stay focused on him. Look to him. And you will see the grace of God filling your life. The strength of God filling your life and making you a blessing. But if you cannot focus on God, you will never be able to conquer. There is a story told about a master and a student. The master asked the student, the most courageous lion tamers inside the cage use two tools. One is a whip and the second one is either a four-legged stool or a four-legged chair. And he showed them to the student, he showed it to the student and said, which of these are the most important? So the student looked and said, looked at the whip and said, the whip. But the teacher said, no. The master said, no. The student was surprised, said, how can you say that? Then the master said, a lion can easily overpower, maul and kill a person. However, it's only easy for the lion to do so if it can focus on the singular object of the person. The lion tamer uses the stool as a method of distraction. The lion, when faced with the legs of the stool, tries to focus on all the four legs of the stool at once. Confused, unable to focus, it stands there frozen. The lion tamer remains relatively safe behind the stool. I want to ask you, my dear brother, my dear sister, a lion can be tamed when it can never focus properly. If it focuses all over, it gets frozen, stands frozen, and it is overpowered. Today, many believers are like that. Their focus is diverse because of this. They are not able to be overcomers. Instead, they are overcome by things of this world. Today, surrender your life and say, Lord, help me. Help me. Change me. I want to stay focused. If you have never accepted Christ, you can accept Jesus right now. Invite him into your heart and say, Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive my sins. Change me. He will do that. He will wash away your sins and remove all the past guilt and give you a new start. Don't stay with that. You ask God and say, Lord, present, I want to be victorious. I want to be victorious over every besetting sin in my life. Ask the resurrected power of Jesus to completely overpower you all the time. Moment by moment, come to him. Don't be discouraged because you have some shortcoming and weakness. Come to him. Devil will try to distract you, make you unhappy. Make you distracted and say you cannot live a God, life for God. But look to Jesus, the resurrected power. You will live a victorious life. And not only stay with victory, but ask God to make your life a versatile and a valuable one in this world. 
Raymond Bardian, Florence Nightingale, Michael Faraday, they all came from behind and God used them to be a blessing in this world. Tell Lord, make my life a blessing in this world. And finally, remember there's always a future. It's going to be based on the resurrection of Jesus. I'm going to die. You will die. All of us will die. But we have to have a life after death. We will face God. And we have a reward ceremony, an award ceremony. We have a coronation ceremony. What the whole world, whole world will see, it will be based on faithfulness. Stay focused. Ask God. Let me not be like the lion lord. It can be very strong, but because its focus has shifted, it loses its strength. I don't want. Help me. The resurrection power will transform you. 2020 is going to be a new start for many of you. If you're a small child, young boy, young, young girl, open your heart and say, Lord, I surrender my life. I want the resurrection power to fill me fully. Make me your blessing in this world. You will see the glory of God. Let's close our eyes and look to God in prayer. Father, we want to thank you for this beautiful day. Father, thank you that because of Good Friday, we have a Easter Sunday. Father, we thank you this Resurrection Sunday. Everything can become new in our lives. If somebody here was never accepted you, is opening their hearts right now, confessing their sins and asking you to come into their heart, forgive their sins. If they are repenting truly, help them to change their mind and come to you. Accept them. I know you will accept. Lord, I pray for those who know you. If they have not been able to be victorious over besetting sins, help them to allow the resurrected power of Jesus to enter their life constantly and help them to be victorious over all the besetting sin. Never stay just alone with victory, but move forward. Help them to move forward, to be, have a life that be versatile and valuable in this world. Change their mindset. Make them useful, valuable, versatile in this world. May their lives wipe the tears, pain and agony of the suffering humanity. Today, there are many people who are struggling in this world. Father, I pray that your children will help. Lord, help the poor and needy, the people who are struggling with your grace, with your strength. Your resurrected power will work through them to reach out to the suffering humanity. Help us, all of us to remember there is a future because of your resurrection. In that resurrected Lord Master power we can live today and when we can depend upon you, focus on you. Lord, we can remain faithful, stay focused, touch our lives, change us and lead us. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.